0: Welcome to the Everyday Conversion Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Sievercrop, and I am just like you. I'm busy with work, family, kids, church, and a million other responsibilities. And honestly, some days I miss my personal scripture study and prayers. And some days, we as a family miss our scripture study and prayer, but I'm trying. So if you're not perfect in living the restored gospel of Jesus Christ, but you're trying, we'll get along great, and this is the place for you. Five days a week, I'll share a brief episode, often based on the Come Follow Me curriculum for that week, that I'm using to have daily conversations with my kids, whether we're on our way to school or on our way home or if it's real quick before dinner and you're welcome to use them to do the same with your family or your personal study. Just know that the views and opinions I share are mine alone and do not represent the official doctrine and viewpoint of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now let's jump right in with today's episode. Alright, so today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter because I'm getting ready to go to my daughter's horse show for the week. And by the time you listen to this, I'm probably on my on the road on our way there. But I did want to record something. I want to talk about one specific instance in the life of Paul. But then I want to talk about Paul a little in more of a general sense and just who he was. So, you know, as I was studying and thinking, I realized that one of the impressive things about Paul is, unlike really any of the other apostles, Paul appeared before the most powerful men in, quite honestly, kind of the world at the time. You know, Festus and and, uh, King Agrippa and Caesar, you know, he spoke before and to these men and, you know, held his own, uh, bore testimony to kings and rulers. And that's impressive. And it's interesting because they all kind of re responded a little bit differently. You know, you have Festus, who um, took over for, let's see here, took over for Felix, and Festus essentially decided, well, you didn't do anything wrong. But Paul demanded to be brought before Caesar. And so he's like, well, okay. And then King Agrippa shows up. And Festus basically explains this to him, says, hey, this guy, like, he didn't do anything wrong. Um, I can't find any reason um, to, you know, for the accusations that have been brought before him, but he wants to be seen by Caesar. And the King Agrippa says, well, I want to hear him, too. So he appears before King Agrippa and he shares his conversion story with King Agrippa. And then he talks about Christ, you know, and he talks about um, his calling to bear testimony of Jesus Christ. And when he does this, Festus says, essentially, dude, you're crazy. Like, you are out of your mind. He says, much learning doth make thee mad. That's in uh, chapter 26, verse 24. And so I think, I mean, I think part of it was, you know, Festus didn't believe everything Paul was talking about. He he may not have had the background with uh, the Jewish religion and culture that King Agrippa did. Because, you know, Paul even makes that comment that, uh, you know, Paul in, in the beginning of chapter 26 says to King Agrippa, I know thee to be expert in all customs and questions which are among the Jews. So maybe Festus just didn't have that knowledge. But I think part of it might have been that Festus just could not quite understand why Paul would not just accept being released, being let go, being found innocent why he demanded to be seen of Caesar, why he demanded to be kept a prisoner and transported to Rome to appear before Caesar. He, I, I, I think that might have been part of the reason that he said he was crazy. I, I don't think he understood that. But Paul says, um, you know, if you go into chapter 27, um you know, an angel of the Lord appears to Paul when he's on this, this boat that, you know, is going through these uh, perilous voyage, as it says in the, the title or the heading of the chapter. But it says an angel of the Lord appeared to him. And he says that the angel told him, fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar and lo God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. So Paul felt like he had a mission. His job, his responsibility was to go and appear before Caesar. But Festus didn't quite understand that. That, that was just kind of beyond him. <laughs> but then he says back to Festus, he's like, look, I'm not crazy. You know, I, I'm, I'm just telling the truth. I'm just sharing what I know to be true. And then he turns to Agrippa and basically says, well, he's still speaking the Festus, but he's kind of turning to Agrippa a little bit. And he says, the king knoweth of these things before whom I speak. I also, I speak freely for, I am persuaded that none of these things are hidden from him for this thing was not done in a corner. You know, basically, so he's like, look, King Agrippa knows about all these things. It, it, it was pretty well known. You know, this isn't t- some tiny little thing that happened in the corner of his kingdom. This is a well-known thing, you know, speaking of Christ and and Christ's suffering and death and resurrection. And then he says to King Agrippa, he says, Believest thou the prophets? I know that thou believest. So the Spirit had testified to him that that King Agrippa believed the teachings of the prophets. And then we have this famous saying from King Agrippa in verse 28 of, of chapter 26. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Almost... Thou persuadest me to be a Christian what a what a powerful statement in in many ways one this shows of the the power and authority which with which Paul taught that he was able to get this ruler to basically say i you I am so close to, close to to becoming a Christian." And who knows why he said almost, who knows what it was. It was probably a little bit of, you know, what, um, you know, what his, his uh, leaders would say, you know, Caesar, uh, maybe, maybe there was something with that, what uh, the people that followed him would say, what maybe family would say. I mean, we, we meet, we see people all the time, even today that, that choose not to accept the gospel because of family pressures or social pressure. So maybe that's why. But how powerful for King Agrippa to say you almost, you've almost convinced me. And then I love this, I love the comment by Paul. It's kind of funny, in a lot of ways. It makes me laugh. Paul says, "I would to God that not only thou, but also all that hear me this day, were both almost and altogether such as I am, except these bonds." So he uses Agrippa's words against him. You know, Agrippa said, almost thou persuadest me. And, and Paul says, look, it it would be my my desire, my hope, that not just you, but everybody that's here would almost be persuaded to be a Christian. And not almost, but like me, become a Christian. And then I can almost see a little bit of a smirk on his face when he says, yeah, because he says, um, all together um, were both almost and altogether such as I am. So, you know, I wish they'd be like me. And then he kind of smirks and says, except for being in chains, you know, except for being a prisoner. And it just kind of makes me laugh. And it, it's this little like window into probably a little bit of a sense of humor that Paul had, um, which is probably why people gravitated to him, why he had so much success talking to people, because he was relatable. He was able to to carry on conversations with people. But, you know, we over and over again in Acts, and then throughout his epistles, we see this man, Paul, and he's held up as almost larger than life. And if you go to the show notes at everydayconversion.com forward slash zero nine eight, I'm link. I linked to a, an article from the August, 1999 Enside and it's called Paul and unti- Paul, untiring witness of Christ. And it goes through a lot of just kind of who Paul was and what he does. And I'd encourage you to read that because there's some really, really good stuff in there, uh, both why we should be interested in him in our day, but also some of the background, you know, who he was, um, uh, his vision, you know, the actions that he took, you know, his, his epistles, um, and then a lot of the things he teaches. And it's a really, really good article. So I highly recommend reading that. Go to everydayconversion.com forward slash zero nine eight. To read that. Um, and, you know, the thing I wanted to ask you to do today was just kind of reflect upon Paul. Reflect upon the Apostle Paul. Think about what he did. Think about his, his acts, the things that he's done. And then ask yourself these two questions. Question number one, what is your favorite event in Paul's life? And why is it your favorite? And number two, what attribute do you admire most about Paul? And then to follow up on that, I'd encourage you to make plans to implement that attribute in your life. Again, you can find the link to that article, Paul, Untiring Witness of Christ, at everydayconversion.com forward slash zero nine eight. And I also think it's important, I'm going to tell you this before I finish here. I also think it's important to tell you that my guess, and I can't guarantee this, but more than likely, we will hit 3,000 downloads tomorrow, which is pretty exciting. 3,000 downloads in less than 100 episodes. Um, And I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate you for taking the time to listen for um, downloading this, uh, sharing it with your family, asking the questions, having the conversations, using this as part of your personal study, uh, your family study, um, your, your church lessons, however you use it. I appreciate you doing that. And we're going to hit 3,000 probably tomorrow. And if not tomorrow, certainly the next day. Um, but I think we're going to hit it tomorrow. And that's super exciting. I really appreciate you for being willing to listen. And if I could, I'd ask you to share the, the podcast. Share it with a friend of yours share it with somebody who you think might enjoy it so that we can get this podcast into more hands to help busy families, busy members of the church um, to have more effective uh, personal and, and family scripture study and to implement Come Follow Me more fully into their day-to-day lives. So again, today's episode is 98, so you can get that get the link to that article, Paul, Untiring Witness of Christ, at everydayconversion.com forward slash 098. And my two questions for today are, what is your favorite event in Paul's life and why is it your favorite? And number two, what attribute do you admire most about Paul. All right, that's it for today. Now, I know, I know you want to hang out with me longer, but we both have a ton of things to do today, including living the gospel and trying to be like Jesus. Cue primary children singing. I'm But hey, if you want to get the links to everything we talked about today, you can find it on the episodes page of everydayconversion.com. You can also do cool stuff like subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening platform, sign up for email notifications of new episodes and connect with us on social media there. It's kind of like a virtual church library without the militant librarians or a piece of paper to sign out your three tiny pieces of chalk for your lesson. Also, just remember, I do my best to make sure my opinions are in line with official church doctrine, but they are just that. They're my opinions. For official doctrine and viewpoints, I recommend you go to churchofjesuschrist.org or comeuntochrist.org. Hey, it's Mark here. And I wanted to share a new tool with you that I'm super excited about. You know, last year, my wife and I went through the new self-reliance classes that the church offers, and we did the personal finance one. And one of the things that really stuck out to me was the importance of saving money, of creating a rainy day fund, an emergency fund, of being able to save up so that if something happens, you're prepared for it. And that's why I'm so excited about this tool. It's called Digit. It's a, it's an, it's a mobile app. Uh, there's also an online or a, uh, a digital app as well on the computer. And it allows you to effortlessly save money. See, so here's the way it works. You connect your account, your, your checking account, and it's backed by the FDIC and, and all that stuff. Um, and Digit analyzes automatically your income and your expenses. And then it determines how much you can afford to save. And it does all this without you having to do anything it just automatically does it and the best part is i know what you're thinking because i was thinking the same thing the best part is you can set a minimum amount amount in your account where it will stop saving so you can say if i have under 500 dollars in my account don't save anymore or you can set a max amount and say i don't want to save any more than this per transaction and it analyzes and it says that average is two to three times a week it'll make a transfer into a savings account for you. And it'll even um, move money back into your account to keep from your balance getting too low. So you could say, if my account gets under $500, move money back in to get it back to $500. That's pretty cool. They call it with overdraft protection, which I think is really cool. And The cool thing is there's no fee for transfers. You can move your money anytime you want. Um, You can move it as much as you want, and there's no fees whatsoever. Um, You can withdraw your money 24-7 and put it back into your checking account to use however you want. There's a 30-day free trial available, and then there's a $2.99 monthly fee. But here's the cool thing. If you sign up using everydayconversion.com forward slash digit, D-I-G-I-T, you'll get $5 just to get started. So that essentially gives you that $30, 30-day 30 free trial, plus almost two more months free to give it a shot. That's almost 90 days free to give it a shot and see how it works. Oh, and by the way, they give you 1% back on your savings annually. So at the end of those three months, you'll be about ready to get your first one, or your first quarter of a percent because it's 1% annually. So every three months, it's quarterly, a quarter of a percent that you get back on the average balance on your account. I'm super excited about this because I am terrible at saving money. And to be able to set it and forget it, and to just have that money saved automatically for me is super exciting. I can't wait to build up an emergency fund, to save, to pay off debt, and to do all those things that the church has taught us to do in that self-reliance class. So again, if you're interested in this, like I said, you get $5 just to get started if you use this link everydayconversion.com forward slash digit d-i-g-i-t